0: Alright, hello, my name is Paul, and uh, we're going to be doing a podcast here called Stirring the Pot. <laughs> uh, I'm a 37-year-old dad of six, so we're going to be talking about some uncomfortable uh, topics here on this podcast, and I do have a co-host. So, Danny, why don't you introduce yourself?
1: Alright, hello, hello, my name is Danielle, I am a 30-year-old mom of four, um, we are both in central PA, Um, And I am here to talk about something that I'm passionate about Which is uh, specifically helping the children As far as human trafficking, sex trafficking And what is going on in our world right now um, Especially with COVID and how that affects um, our topics
0: Yeah Well, let's uh, get into this very uncomfortable topic That (laughs) everybody wants to avoid (laughs) And that is, um, you know sex trafficking, the trafficking of children specifically for sexual pleasure. I don't want to say that. That's really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But that's the God honest truth. And how long this has been happening. And if you don't believe me, go ahead and Google it or Bing it. It comes up better on Bing than it does Google. Because things are being censored, especially in the media, online. Things people just don't want to talk about because now all of a sudden I understand it's been around forever, but it's enough is enough. Let's just say that. Yep. So, um, first, uh, we're going to go. I All right, Danny. I want you to... I messed this up the other day when talking to you, so why don't you tell me the difference between save the children and save oh, our yeah. children? Yeah, so,
1: <laughs> so recently, you guys, I'm sure, like Paula said, you maybe are listening to this because you have come across a Facebook or social media post on the toys that are uh, like LOL dolls. You submerge them in water. They're showing up um, with lingerie and stockings on or pizzas on their back, right? Um, Other toys are coming forward with uh, basically transsexual parts on them. A girl doll that has a penis, (laughs) okay? Um, So you may have been familiar or may be familiar with the Save the Children hashtag that has been going around Facebook. It's been trending now for probably a good, I would say, three weeks at least. Um, However, we stopped using Save the Children and started using Save Our Children, um, and that is because what's funded behind the Save the Children movement, okay, they are supposedly um, a great group that is supposed to truly be helping the children. But as we dig deeper into conspiracy theories and go down rabbit holes, it has been uh, basically brought to light that they are not doing that. And in fact, they actually are part of the problem without going into too much detail because I don't know all the detail on that. But from now on, do not use save the children, use save our children, hashtag. Um, That way, save the children is not getting paid to basically abuse and kidnap children.
0: And I see that even doing research for this podcast, Mm -hmm. that you would see videos of protests for Save Our Children, and then the hashtags in the post would be Save The Children, and everyone is intermixing the both, and the catch about it is, is that doesn't help the matter any.
1: Right? One is a front, and one is an actual movement that is happening right before our eyes right now.
0: All right, and I guess since we are talking about that and the terminology of all this, um, if you guys haven't heard of the different theories and uh, scandals, I guess, in the last few years, uh, Pizzagate being one with the Clintons, not to, uh, you know, innocent until proven guilty. I have to put that disclaimer in there. But um, the if you look into that, you'll see that a lot of pedophilias, a lot of... Predators. I like that word better. Um, use a lot of code words, and like uh, Danielle said, you're finding now that this stuff has been around for years, especially on children's toys, and on messages. I've even seen, doing my research, that this stuff, these codes, are used in children's TV shows. Disney.
1: Disney. Disney's special.
0: a big one. Disney's a big one, um, and that has to do with the elite and the powerful people that have their money. But um, I will go into a few of the code words that are mainly the symbols and the words used that have already been approved and the FBI said, yeah, these are the ones being used the most. And main, and the catch is this is a whole worldwide thing. So a lot of them have to do with children-related things. So what you're, lo- uh, if you ever see a symbol that's two pink hearts swirl together, that means you're looking for it's the logo of a small heart surrounded by a larger heart, which symbolizes that you, it's a relationship between a grown adult and a little girl, um, or that is an adult seeking a minor child female. Now, on the other hand, you're gonna see a, lo- a logo with a blue swirl-shaped triangle surrounded by a larger triangle, which represents an adult looking for a small child boy. They're the two big ones that you're going to see hidden everywhere if you start digging. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the next one is uh, pink and purple butterfly, um, which represents that they do not have a gender preference. They're just looking for a minor, which uh, just makes my heart race a little bit. Yep. Um, the one that is used globally is the word map. That's used in emails and texts. And that is to destroy DNA evidence once you abuse uh, the child. That you are taking care of the map is normally how it's worded. Um, The two big ones you're gonna see in emails that I've done my research on, is you're gonna see the word hot dog and pizza used everywhere. And I'm not saying that if you're talking to your buddy about ordering pizza, or you're a, a, you're a pedophile or you're a predator. <laughs> right. um, you're looking for the wording of the sentence in the paragraphs. It shouldn't make sense in context. Um, for the big example, during Pizzagate and stuff like that, the emails read that, oh, do you want me to deliver the pizza for an hour? The word for should not be in there. Why would it take you an hour to eat a pizza? Um, the other one that you see that everyone's digging into is... Elite parties Where they have Summer get togethers And summer bashes And all of a sudden You see that Hey I need 6400 hot dogs Mm -hmm. Who the hell Needs that many hot dogs When there's not That many people there Right Uh, Stuff like that That's not only So a hot dog Means a boy A pizza means a girl I did not know that I thought it would have been I thought pizza would be in a boy because but that make whatever but that's what the FBI it makes sense sense after If you really think about how you would word these things Um, The next one now is Pasta and cheese which would go together technically in an email if, if the context was right the catch about it is is Plain pasta means a little boy Cheese means a little girl now. Let me specify between hot dog pizza pasta and cheese. It's an age group Now, hot dog and pizza is between 12 and 6. Pasta and cheese means toddlers, which is kind of uh, disturbing just to say that out loud. Um, The next one that this is really bad, and that is if you see an out-of-context text or email that has the word walnuts in it, that means you prefer a child of color. Um, the next one that you'll see that has already been proven in emails, and, and you've already seen it if you dig, is the word handkerchief. Mm-hmm. Um, now the catch is there has to be a color associated with the context. So you'll see that you want a, blank ha- a black handkerchief or a white handkerchief. So a black handkerchief means you want pictures of an, a child sent to you via or you want pictures or pro- child pornography of these child in uh, bondage. Apparel or bondage positions, I don't even...
1: If you guys aren't uncomfortable yet, you should
0: be. <laughs> I am still. can and that's good, I, I can feel my arms starting to shake. Right. Um, a white cha- uh, handkerchief is which is the most popular used term out of all of the ones I've just said. Um, if someone out of a context says, hey, I'm looking for a white handkerchief or I lost my white handkerchief, something along that line. They are actually looking for any child under the age of 13.
1: Right, you guys, and if you see this stuff, we are not, uh, I would not consider myself a conspiracy theorist. Um, I would about two months ago until I really started digging the facts. What what Paul just read is literally on the FBI child endangerment site, okay? Yeah. It's coming, like, this stuff is proven. These are things that if you're an FBI worker and you're looking for uh, pedophiles or, you know, children in danger, you're going to look for these signs. We did not make these up. These are not part of a QAnon movement. They are not part of a conspiracy theory. They are not part of um, of, of anything, You know, the proof is in the pudding here. We're trying to stick to the facts, which obviously, you know, that's, I mean, that's what anyone wants.
0: (laughs) Correct. And the the catch about it is, is because there's so much other stuff going on, COVID, the election, all that stuff, all that is covering the stuff up that it's what we've been doing for 50, 60, 100 years where this stuff has been going on and people just sweep it under the rug like it's no big deal. Well, I'm sorry to say, but if we can fight for all lives matter, if we can fight for black lives matter, which I don't even want to get into that right now, COVID-19, LBGQ plus community. (laughs) And of course there's a train coming. Um, But if we're going to fight for everyone's rights and the right to do this, the right to do that, why can't we sit down and fight for our children and future generations from abuse? And that's where my whole thing comes in. I'm a father of technically seven although my oldest is 19 but i have six children in the house and it's one of those things where i have daughters i have sons and it's one of those things where just imagine if your child or a child you know just randomly disappeared or this thing is happening right under your nose and you don't and the child doesn't know any better because it's a child like what are they supposed to say so you know education is the first key to fighting anything so all right danny i think you're going to uh Take us down the rabbit hole here a little bit.
1: No, no rabbit holes. Um,
0: and, uh, show us some proof in the pudding, should we say.
1: Okay, yes, yes. Okay, guys, so, um, again, this is one of these things you guys don't think it can happen until it happens to you. Like, about two months ago, let me just tell you quickly, one minute or under, two months ago, I, uh... I didn't think that sex trafficking was in this area. I did not, when I moved to Central PA, I did not pull up the uh, Megan's Law or Child Predator map online. I didn't I didn't really, to be honest, give a shit. I didn't think it could happen to my kids because I'm always with them, I always watch them. However, we are learning. Um, I, I honestly thought it only happened in Haiti, which is so ignorant to say, but like, I really only thought it happened like in like other countries. Like third, like, third I world countries, yeah. Have, I, like poor, they didn't have the thing. Like, I didn't know, I had no idea. Um, And you don't hear about it on the news, which we'll get into. Why are we not (laughs) hearing about it on the news? That's why no one cares. They want you to not care, right? Um, So two months ago, that was my mindset. Now I'm monitoring everything from, you know, my kids doing all my learning to them playing Fortnite. Who are you playing Fortnite with? Which every parent, if you think it can't happen to you, you are dead. Ass wrong, and I hate to be so blunt, but that, well, is, the, that
0: is the truth. Now that you say that, I, I do have to add a little bit of a note here. Now, if you don't believe that Fortnite, YouTube, Ugh. Facebook, social media, go on to the FBI child endangerment site where I po- pulled up those code words yes. and look at their list of unapproved apps on tablets and cell phones. There's things on there that I know my preteen children, my 11, 12, 13 year old children Use on like a daily basis right. YouTube is on there, TikTok is on there Facebook is on there And all these uh, sites and then you Underneath each one they give you a paragraph Of why an adult shouldn't Let their children on there right. TikTok being number one by the way Yep, why I deleted it? <laughs> so, yep and, that, and that has Multiple reasons why mm-hmm. But guys- there is Snapchat is the other big one too um, But you know you, if you don't understand why, then maybe you should look into it.
1: Right. And honestly, guys, two months ago, I was putting my kids on Facebook. I was blasting them. I, I, I work in a shampoo business, right, online. So my, my profile is public. I do everything so that everyone can see my stuff, um, you know, and so that I'm relatable to people. So I'm putting my kids up. And you guys all, oh, I see you now. Fast forward two months now to today. I don't even put their faces on if I don't have to, you know, unless it's in a story for two 24 hours and then it's gone you guys are putting up you're holding signs with your kids saying my name is you know helen my teacher is this this i'm in this grade at this school and my favorite color is this you literally are giving these pedophiles honest to god all the information they need to spark up a conversation with your kid to gain their trust hey helen i know you remember you like we're i'm the student teacher in mrs whatever's class they see it on your photo and they they know what school you know your kids go to they wait for them and, and it's there you guys think it can't happen but it it happens more frequently than you think, and I, I want to be clear too that we're not just talking people that you don't know abducting your children. We are talking, uh, you know, their stepfather, their their brother, uncle, whatever families. It actually most commonly happens in the household. These kids are going to school with our kids. They're kids that are being uh, child exploitation, right? Being doing doing things uh, against their will is happening um, to every. One in five children, okay? They're being sexually solicited before they turn 18. These kids are not missing. They're not missing kids, okay? These statistics, they're not missing. They're not abducted. They're not disappeared. They are literally in class with our children. They are going to school. They are going to football practice. They are doing the things and living a normal life, what they consider normal. And then behind the doors that's when the sexual abuse is happening and we would never know unless we're trained on it and again we'll give you I'll give you a website to go to at the end of this podcast that you can take free training get a certificate um and you'll know the signs to look for you know in your kid's friend and your kids themselves everything to help to help you out um but yeah what I really wanted to get into was I, I read a couple facts. So Tim Ballard, if you guys do not know, Tim Ballard was a former former special agent, okay? Um, he is the founder of Operation Underground Railroad, which is a nonprofit um, de- designed to help sex trafficking victims, okay? He is the one that actually does this training, okay? Operation Underground Railroad is the website that you're going to want to go to for the training to know the signs, okay? So I watched an interview with him. Um, from July of 2020, okay, and it said that every 30 seconds a child is stolen for sex, slave labor, or organ harvesting, and again, guys, you think, when I first read this stuff, I thought it was all conspiracy theory, organ harvesting, like, what are we in Seoul, like, you know what I mean, like, I didn't believe it,
0: yeah. Until it, I, I, it I looked at. Well, I looked into it, and not only that, but I didn't even look into that. The big thing that hit me is that happens, and then you look into the financials of it, mm-hmm. and you're looking at thirty one point five trillion dollar right. business right. that is completely one hundred percent illegal.
1: Right. <laughs> right.
0: And you thought drug cartels were bad
1: <laughs> There's a reason There is literally a reason that the dark web exists mm. Guys, it's real It exists um, You can literally find directions on the regular web To get to the dark web I don't suggest anyone doing that um, But there's a reason that exists, guys These organ they're being sold, traded Kids are being traded He said, okay So every 30 seconds a child is stolen for sex Slave labor, organ harvesting The youngest victims still have their umbilical cords attached mm. Okay, so think about that um There was just a guy from was it Bucks County somewhere here in Central PA near Central PA that was a children and youth worker. Actually, it was a female children and youth worker who got arrested for being involved in sex trafficking. A children and youth service. You guys, these these programs are set up to help us. However, and there are a lot of great children and youth workers. Some of my best mm-hmm. friends are right. We're not we're not uh, generalizing here, but you. This just shows you literally can't trust anyone. Everything that's set in place is not uh, bulletproof, I guess I should say. Or, you know.
0: And and the big one for this whole, you talking about organ harvesting, blood harvesting, mm-hmm. all that. What is, and, and Danny should know this, what is the number one organization out there to help families that is guilty of all this? For setting all this up. I have no idea. So... <laughs> Number 1 and they're under federal investigation at the current moment and that is Planned Parenthood.
1: Oh yeah. Oh
0: yeah. So they are Ugh. I understand what their what the, what the original intent of this com- this organization was and then come fast forward 30 years and they're into so much illegal Stuff. And it's been
1: proven. It's proven pro- on tape.
0: Yep, on tape. On they actually have like eight people that came forward and said, "Hey, we've heard the supervisors, the, the higher ups, yeah. and all this talk about all this." And I'm like, "Wait a minute, what? I thought this these people were out here to help m- women and help children." And I mean, Planned Parenthood isn't it like every city, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, we have one like right down the road. <laughs> yeah.
1: They were. I just read an article last night, actually, literally last night, that they did an investigation and found. Um, a Planned Parenthood guilty of um, doing partial birth abortions um, and funding partial birth abortions where they take the child, basically birth it, and leave the head intact Mm -hmm. and then crush the skull, right? Which I know, I'm sorry, guys. Disclaimer, uncomfortable. (laughs) Um, But I won't get into detail there. But they're doing that so that the organs stay intact. They don't need the head, right? So all the organs, if you deliver the baby from the neck down, out, you deliver it feet first. Is how they pull it out. All the organs are still intact. So, and it's been proven that they've been selling them. I mean, it's disgusting.
0: Well, now I will tell you this. Now we'll co- I'll cover my the the side of this, which is the federal lull about this. So, as of right now, abortions are completely federally legal. Mm-hmm. Now, the way they're birthing these, which is feet first, head still in, is actually. The legal way of giving an abortion, which is horrible to say, but what it is, is the law states, and I I had it, and I don't have it on my phone, I should have saved it, and it's a statute, and what that is, is the it's not a living human until it takes its first breath. Mm. So, as long as the head stays in, it does not take a breath. So, technically, they're not doing anything legal until you can prove otherwise, which that's horrible to say. and. It is, and and but that's actually why they do that, and I I, I did watch a video last night about it. Why? Well, they're they're doing this and they're abusing these children, which I'm like, how are they getting away with it? Well, they're getting away with it because technically they're finding loopholes, right? Which I understand if you're a criminal, that's your you have a you have a person on payroll that does right. this for you. But all right, well, let's go back to the notes. And see what else we can get ourselves into. <laughs> yeah,
1: great. Also, we should add this. No way reflects any of our beliefs or anything about abortions, whatever. Uh, at least for me, I don't. I don't have an opinion either way. Right? I do, but I'm not gonna say it. Um, um, also, I watched videos on Judge. Okay, these videos on like these are. I'm not watching videos online of like uh, I don't know any YouTuber making these, right? Like again, we're getting our facts from the FBI sites. Um, judges, okay, this judge said that there are families here in the U.S. that literally breed um, ch- to have children, right? They, they breed and have all these children illegally. They deliver them at home um, without going to the hospital. There's no birth certificates and they're making, mil- they're millionaires. They're selling these kids. They're selling the babies and that's happening literally right here, actually. And Pennsylvania itself is ranked 11th in the world for human trafficking Um, for sex trafficking we are number one in the world the U.S. it's here the pedophiles live here they love the lockdown actually Tim Ballard said that they were searching on the dark web because that's part of his job Um, they're researching and the pedos are like this is freaking awesome they actually said and I quote it's harvest time Okay? That's what the pedophiles are saying on the dark web. They love this. Your kids are home. They have a tablet in their hand because they have to because of online learning. They, you know, or they took everything away that keeps a kid safe. They took away football, sport practices. They took away after-school programs. They took away in-classes for most states. They took away music lessons. They took away, you name it, the things that kept our kids busy and safe around other kids and, you know, adults. They took it all away. So now everyone's stuck at home. Well, guess what? So are the pedo. The pedophiles, right? They're at home jobless. Their job shut down. Um, and they're online and they're they're literally as Tim put it, their their bait is out, right? They they cast at their pool, their their lines are out, their feelers are out, and they're just waiting for your kids to get on Fortnite. They're waiting to get on Minecraft. They're waiting to get on anything. Really?
0: I don't even know. Well, the number one video game, and I I, I did this research last night and I, I already knew this, but I had to confirm it. Number one video game that pedophiles use to lure children in is Roblox.
1: Oh yeah, I did see that.
0: That is number oh, one. Mine, Minecraft somewhere. is number two. Yep. Um and there's a couple yep. of games I've never heard of. Right. But Roblox is number one. They actually got to the point where they actually had to get lawyers involved to actually keep Roblox. Working because mm-hmm. it got to the point where the federal government walked in and other and parents walked in and were suing Roblox, the company that owns Roblox, to shut down the servers. And Roblox goes, "Hey, you're the one that's in charge of your children, not not us." Right. And that's not fair to say. I mean, I understand that argument legally, but that's not fair to say because you you might have to work, you might be a working parent, you might have their children. But, they're children. They don't. know. Yeah. And I get it. They they want to do what everything out. You know, they're. Being conformed into Oh well my friends play this And my friends play that But yeah Roblox is number one um, The other thing that you said About Pennsylvania being number one in sex trafficking 11th 11th I'm yeah. sorry oh,
1: we, US is number,
0: US is in number one in the world um, Now the catch about this with the COVID And this is the time for people to come out, out all the Out of the woodwork Now here's a statistic for all of you and, I, and this is one of the best statistics I've ever seen about Why we should not be wearing masks except for if you're going into a business if or a doctor's office, things like that, is your child under the age of 14 has 66,600% chance more likely to get abducted wearing a mask in a public area in the U.S. than you did six months ago. Mm-hmm. And that's because half the facial features of a child are being covered and a literally someone could come up in a in a crowded area if you're waiting in line for something if you're in a park and you're not going to know because everyone looks the same everyone's wearing a surgical mask everyone's and all you're looking for is eye color a hair color because from the nose down they're covered up right and that that statistic kind of scared me for and and i understand like it happens all the time even without covid but once you cover up a, if you take all those feature features away there's no way there's no way for you to go to the next adult or in the area and go hey did you see this person
1: with blonde hair
0: with blonde what? hair <laughs> which can well, be changed yeah, well, well wait a minute <laughs> like, you're not there's no no there's no way to oh it's right. this kind of nose this kind of lips they have a birthmark well if they're covered up can to stop the spread of this disease right. then they have a more likely of a chance of being abducted right. and that's just horrible that 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 it like it like triple now yep. in I the last stats. yeah.
1: Stats. Listen. <laughs> Listen to this. So, according to the National Center for Missing Exploited Children, okay, the reports were in crimes against children. March of 2020, a couple months ago, there were two million reports, okay, um, for missing exploited children. Two million reports, which is two times the amount of April of last year, 2019. In April, the next month, so COVID hit in March, April of 2020, it doubled. It was four million, four million reports of missing uh, exploited children, which is four times March of 2019. There are literally, at this point, I couldn't wait to see the numbers at this point, there are literally millions of children being, you know, going missing here as, as far as this, this to do, abduction, missing and there is literally no noise could you imagine if the news started reporting that you know we said one in five children will be sexually solicited before they turn 18. what if the media reported one in five children have covid or every 30 seconds a child dies of covid there would be an uproar, right there would be great noise and you know what there's nothing there's nothing they're not reporting anything and the grooming process guys is happening now when we it's in your toys. It's in this. It's in this and, and or that. And it's in Fortnite. And it's on these LOL dolls. And it's it's here and there in these trans dolls. It is happening, literally right before your eyes in the Disney movies and the games. And they, you know, Tim Ballard said that they will literally take as long as they need. I went in. I went into the Fortnite room last night with my kids, and I said, guys, who is this? This character, of this face puncher guy. Okay, that's his name. I said, who is this? And my daughter says, oh, it's a 10-year-old boy that's friends with Grayson, and that's my son, right? And I say, Grayson, who is this? And how do you know that he's 10? <laughs> like, were you guys discussing your age? How do you know? Um, did he ask you your age? And he said, no. And I said, well, do you know him? Well, Well, he's, he's this guy's friend, a cousin's friend. We called the cousin's mom last night, the aunt, and she doesn't know who it is. So, and the little boy never got back to us on who it is. So at this point, my kids have been playing with this person forever that says that they're 10 right? and this is what they do, obviously they're not going to freaking come online and be like, hi, I'm a 35 year old male seeking you and I'm a pedophile no, they're going to pretend like they're their friend and they will take as long as they need, even years, he said, years to play with your child online and get to know them and here and there ask, okay, where are you from? Oh, that's cool and just let it go, you know, take notes and eventually they will hunt and they will find your kid from the information that your innocent kid provided there were there was a six-year-old girl um, that just sent pictures. This guy convinced her over Fortnite. She sent nude pictures of herself to him, right? Like that to me is disgusting. Like my kids are six. <laughs> like it, if you don't think it can happen to you, it's time to wake up. And it can
0: happen. It, it happened to me. So you you gave the Fortnite example, which has happened to my son. Which is nine, to the point where they were playing Fortnite with headphones and the microphones and just ha- just chatting away with these other quote unquote children, and then of course my nine-year-old played he up until quarantine anyway played baseball and played sports and all this, so he has his own cell phone, which I was completely against, but well, that's another subject. Um, but so one day he's in his bedroom and he's not playing Fortnite. He's sitting in his, the corner of his bed, just leaning against the wall with his cell phone just chatting away and we're like who are you talking to and all we get is we're talking to, I'm. oh I'm, te- I'm texting this girl that I met on Fortnite in Texas what's her name and all, all you know is a first name basis and age and in text you don't hear voices you don't hear voice fluctuation it's just a text so you don't know who it is and of course we have to explain to this nine year old boy that you know don't get mad but you can't do that It's not like a home phone where you can hang up and they can't trace anything. Um, You know, we're we're in the digital age now where there's a footprint if you're smart enough to find it. So, yeah, so he was literally texting people. He was meeting on Fortnite, sharing that he's playing baseball for this team and this is the team. And I'm like, you can't tell them that. I said, they, if you give them enough clues, even if you don't come out and just say it, they'll figure it out. If you say central Pennsylvania and this is the school, right, that's enough information to find you right. because even schools are, I mean, of course they have safety protocols, but like schools are putting stuff on their websites right. now where like their yearbooks are going to be digital. I think my school district, I think it's as, this, as of this year or next year, their, school, their yearbooks are going to be digital, which means anyone can look at the pictures. Yep. There's no login required. Well, how easy are you making it to look at pictures of underage children if you're going to put the yearbooks online? <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. Is this wrong? I understand. Like, I'm, I'm a tech geek. I, I get it. I, I, this is the future. But I, I there should be precautions for all this stuff. So, yeah, that's... Uh, Even if there
1: was, though, guys, that, that is the problem. Mm-hmm. There's a dark web. So it literally there are toddlers being chained up and tortured and killed and raped and you can find the videos on the dark web and that to me is absolutely disgusting it's so it's so uncomfortable but like that's the thing guys we're not gonna stay silent so you can stay comfortable we can't keep doing that because we are literally just feeding the problem i'm i'm so actually happy that at least one good thing out of this quarantine is that people are coming together with us save our children movement and and like i went to my first rally um The beginning of the month, and it was amazing. People honking and saying, Wait, what sex trafficking is here? And we're like, Yeah, pull up the map, bro. Like, you live next to a pedophile. Like, people are waking up, and that's a great thing. And that's it's a great thing. It is one great thing that came from this,
0: and it is. And and, and that's one thing about I will say, Yes, 20 the year 2020 has kind of been crap (laughs) with quarantine, COVID and all this stuff but people are starting to actually wake up and fight for the right things. Right. I mean, there are still uh, people that are stuck in the traditional old ways. But like, I I even said that where we we agreed to talk about all this uncomfortable stuff and I'm like, well, where do we draw the line? Because there's going to be people wanting to blur the line and we, we just... It's getting to the point where we can't. It has to be a black line. Here's the law you have to follow, it no matter who you are. But then, like I told her, I and I said, well, there's going to be loopholes. There's no matter what. So these elite people that are powerful and the politicians and celebrities and influencers and all can get away with it. Mm-hmm. Um, now the big one I have I I have to say it, and that is even if we made it a law, say came out federal a law saying that. Under the age of 18, no sexual contact, no this and that and that, and then there's a book definition of what a pedophile predator is and all this stuff, you're still going to see one big thing bloom up, and that is arranged marriages. Yep. And that is, especially in religious communities where the male is an adult and the female is a teenager, um, it d- usually isn't the other way around. I looked it up. It is like less than 1% if the male is underage. Right. Um, uh, I don't want to point fingers or get too specific but you guys can look it up but it they right now federally cannot do anything about it because of the separate the separation of church and state so these churches and your religious communities can actually set up their own underage inappropriate things and just say well you know you can't do nothing about it so that's where I'm like okay we have to draw the line and the catch about it is it has to include everyone we just can't say oh yeah by the way that's a religious local thing we can't
1: I would love to get into the catholic church (laughs) (laughs) we won't do that today um yeah guys that's the thing with with um along with this all of this um this is the fastest growing human enterprise in the world we're talking about okay so with COVID, with the Black Lives Matter, with the riots, with everything that's going on, I do want to say something about the defund the police movement. Um, and again, this came straight from the interview with Tim Ballard. Um, it's his opinion, but I also totally agree and support this. Um, it is absolutely, in my opinion, the most ignorant and stupidest thing, the most stupid thing, I should say, <laughs> stupidest, the most stupid thing that anyone could, honest to God, get behind is the defund the police. Um that is like me giving a bad haircut to someone. What happened to George Floyd? That was awful. Yes, that was not right. Um, And in my opinion, that was racist and wrong. Yes. Okay. Um, However, just because I give someone a bad haircut doesn't mean that all hairstylists are shitty hairstylists. Okay. So (laughs) in my opinion, we cannot group together and say that all the police are bad because of one thing. I mean, to me, that's common sense. But for whatever reason, millions of you guys are like Supporting the Defund the Police movement. And honestly, as far as sex trafficking is concerned, and your children, your local police departments are already 90% of them do not have, they're ill prepared. They do not have the sources. So if your kid goes missing, I highly suggest, let's say this, I highly suggest that wherever you're at, Um, You go down to your local police department and you ask, if my kid goes missing today, what do you guys have in place? What team? Do you have a special team? Do you have something that focuses on missing children? Furthermore, do you have something that specifically focuses on sex trafficking or human trafficking of these children? Um, What do you have? And I think you'll be shocked to find that a lot of places don't have anything. They're already understaffed. They're already undersourced. I was telling Paul, they have digital media sniffing dogs just like bomb sniffing dogs, just like drug sniffing dogs, they can sniff out um, digital media files, meaning a thumb drive, right? Something that uh, a pedophile would abuse their victim. They're addicted to this, so they want to record it and watch it later. That's what most of them do. Um, they'll hide it in the floorboard or they'll hide it in a curtain or they'll hide it in the ceiling and humans will not find it. They are now training dogs to sniff them out. How? I have no idea. That's amazing to me, but chances are, your local police department doesn't have that, you know, they're underfunded as it is. So don't defund, don't completely defund, first of all, and don't arrange, rearrange, you know, don't forget about the kids. If you're going to defund the police or re, you know, give less money to this, this portion or give more money to this, please, I, we all ask that you don't forget about our children. You know, they're already left behind it as it is. And it's sad that that could potentially happen with the defund the police movement Mm -hmm. um who are you going to get to look into your missing
0: child well not only that but like even with the defund like like that's a a good thing to mention with the defund the police um you already saw in out west with washington oregon california um and all and these rioted areas um yeah Horrible thing Loss of life People making bad decisions Things like that But the catch is Then you're going to see What in the US And and this is kind of A scary thought If you think about it You're going to see What's called You're going to see What's called DMZ zones Which are De-policed zones Which are Zones that police Cannot enter Uh, Seattle uh, Washington uh, Some areas in California Already Tried testing this out And it was um, Super Not happening Really Um, but, uh, (laughs) but, um, the thing is they found out that within 48 hours, I think 36, 48 hours, there was an increase of crime, increase of rape, increase of drug use and all this because if there's no one watching and no one going after the bad guy, that consequences and not only that, but then there's no fear. Um, I mean, we already have that big of a problem now. Is right. people not being afraid of the consequences And yes, there are issue, more issues into that Like I, I did One of the th- statistics I have That I actually have on my phone Is the racism and sexism and all that plays a part Well, the catch about it is Now you're getting into new generations of children That, we're gonna, that aren't afraid because they see it on TV They see it online That, oh, well And, and it probably sounds really bad when I'm saying it anyway And that is, oh, well, I'm going to get off because I'm white and, stuff. and that's not fair and yeah it starts with parenting it starts with education it starts with knowledge the catch about it is is we're going into a new generation of children and adults and kids having uh, I want to say this kids having kids uh, you know and, and I, it's scary and you know I have actually said to my older children I'm like if you don't have the maturity or the responsibility to handle doing all this then don't have kids just worry about yourself And I I know I shouldn't say that because I'm waiting to become a pappy. But at the same time, I don't want to add to the problem later 30, 40 years down the road. Yep. Where are we at on the notes? (laughs)
1: we're good we're good good. i was gonna say are we
0: on page two yet
1: oh we're done with page two yeah we're good we're good yeah that's (laughs) the thing guys like you guys we're so distracted right now by the defund the police we're so distracted by covid we're distracted 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 the news media they're not covering it uh your best chances if your kid goes missing is to put a damn post on facebook and hope that people share it like and to me that's disgusting like it should be and again if if and some of you may be thinking, well, Danielle, if we put all the missing kids and they, this many goes missing on the news and that's all the news would be. Well, yeah, you're, you're goddamn right. And that's what it should be right now. It's all about COVID, COVID, COVID. Right. It's about the issues at hand. Right. I believe COVID is a real virus. Yes. And I believe that it should get media coverage in the numbers. I mean, yes, that's great. But you can't just focus on one issue and expect. uh other issues just to go away. In fact, they're getting worse. They're getting worse. The proof is in the numbers. Um, Something I wanted to mention, guys, as far as uh, what you can do to protect yourself or protect the kids around you, if you see something, if you're in a situation where there's an older guy and I hate to like stereotype, but this was a true story. There was an older guy on a plane with a younger girl um, and she wasn't talking. She was very quiet. The woman in front of him just got this weird mom instinct that something was not right. She tried talking to the girl, commenting about her shirt. The girl would not say anything. She just kept looking at the guy, um, that was basically holding her hostage. And yes, she called the hotline, um, and they walked her through what to do. Um, there is a sex trafficking hotline and I will give you the number so that you guys can put it in your phone. I have it in my phone in case anything would ever happen. Um, it's one eight 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 three seven three seven eight eight eight. 888 Easy. Um, you want to put that in your phone. This girl called or texted this number. They walked her through. They said, "Tell the flight attendant." They are trained, and in fact, they were trained. Everyone got off the off the plane. They left this one girl and this guy in this row and basically detained him and and got her safe. It was proven that she was a victim of of uh, human trafficking, sex trafficking.
0: Yes, and I actually just read that last. Did l- you? Yep. Yeah. From Alaskan Airlines. Yeah. Yep. Uh, they were going from. Alaska to New York yeah. or something like that, like to a bigger city, yeah. and that's where the oh, this I hate this word, but the sale was going to happen, yeah. and of course these people are. This is a big thing, and I mean my wife, uh, she works for a hospital, and and healthcare providers take this training, police take this training, and and you even you even said Danielle that this training is free for anyone. Right.
1: Yeah, and it literally takes like. Thirty to forty minutes straight through, guys. You you watch videos. It's actually very interesting um, to take it. You can take it on Operation Underground Railroad. If you straight up Bing that um, Operation Underground Railroad free training online, do that. It'll print out a little certificate for you and everything. Um, but between that and having this number in your in your phone, I really think that. You'll be a little more prepared, at least you know if you see something to say something. That that hotline alone gets 150 calls a day on average. 150 calls a day. That's
0: 150, insane. yeah, 150 call- And then of course I have to. I want to kind of stir the pot the other way a little bit with with this. And that is, yes, you can take the training. You can do this if you know a mandated reporter, um, things like that. You can anonymously tell them, send them a message. Send them an email. They can, they don't have to tell who made the report. They can call themselves. They are required by law to do it. And the thing about it is that's how we slow this down, stop. I don't know. I, I, I don't want to be optimistic. I want to be realistic. And that is, are we ever going to completely stop it? No. No. But at least can we make a dent, make it, you know, at least stop this. And, yes, there's a difference between um, making a call to... Uh, and this hotline and saying, okay, well, this is this sex trafficking and human trafficking versus, um, you know, I saw, you know, the next door neighbors uh, yelling at their kids. Uh, I just read that was a thing I read last night where a lot of uh, like it's like one qu- a quarter of these calls going to these hotlines are things that legally you can you can yell at your kids you can punish your kids there's there's a difference there's you have to draw that line in the sand and i did i i actually know a guy that i went to high school with he put it on facebook he didn't know what to do so he put a facebook post going i just literally watched the neighbor across the street beat the shit out of his kid what am i supposed to do he's too he he didn't want to make this situation worse by actually going over and confronting the person doing the abuse like literally he could see it sitting on his front porch through the window and I mean, I mean, yeah, I get it. There's a there's a difference there of mining your own business, and stuff like that. But there's, it's a child. They have no right to put up with that and and be safe and be in a loving and we can get into all that stuff too. But um, you know, fostering kids and all that good stuff. But yeah, he put it, he literally made it a he spread it against all his friends on Facebook. I got a copy of it and I what it is is. A lot of girls—not to stereotype it—but a lot of girls that we went to school with are nurses, and they're like, "Well, what's the address? What's the phone number? Mm-hmm. And you know, what's the what's the street number?" And one of them called, and I guess he wrote back, and he goes, "The cop showed up like two hours later, and and took it." And I'm like, "That right there—you made it. You you didn't know what to do, but you used social media for what it was intended for. Mm-hmm. It's not intended to, you know, oh hey, look, I can dance in my belly shirt." to the the hottest rap song on the charts or you know like my daughters do like do these damn dances in the middle of the aisle in Walmart um oh my goodness but you know and and spread all this information it was to originally MySpace and that's an old one Facebook and and Instagram and all this was originally these were intended to communicate with people that you were not in contact with like people you went to school with things like that that originally you know you didn't want to write a Diatribe email to someone, seeing how they're doing. So you could send a Facebook message. You can like my. I got my birthday. Happy birthday! I get it from people I've never talked to in 12, 15 years. But it's at least a way to communicate properly. And unfortunately, of course, a lot of people are out there abusing these. Platforms. Oh,
1: there are sites. I I saw there are sites for pedophiles on. They're not sites. They're pages on Facebook. If you guys don't believe me, research it. There are pages on Facebook dedicated to finding kids and finding like. There's one called Boy Lovers. There's one called. You know, I think it's called Six Kids or something. I don't know. It's disgusting. But they, you go on, and it has, like, 23,000 members, all of these pedophiles, you know. And they're on there, and it's all pictures of sexual pictures of children and babies and infants and toddlers. And it is absolutely, incredibly disgusting. And we can report them, um, but Facebook isn't doing anything. They're not taking them down. And that's part of the problem. Media's not reporting. Facebook's not helping um,
0: and which is sad that they have these pages. And I, and I want to read, so I, I did have a screenshot. i kind of glad you brought that up. Here we go. So, yes, they have boy lovers. They have all these to group your, quote, unquote, interests. Yes. They have all these groups. But now here's a sad part. So there was a group, a Facebook group, that I, I think Danny tried joining or, or whatever. And it literally was called end Child Traffickingworldwide.org. They had. They started a Facebook group to try to get more members to help with this, take the training, educate them, and stuff. Let me just read what Facebook wrote them. Okay. So, um, uh, sorry, but unfortunately, your group has been disabled. This is because nchildtraffickingworldwide.org now goes against our community standards on hate hate speech. So they closed a f- complete gri- I, I, there was like 300,000 members or something like that that got disabled and some of these people's Facebook pro- profiles mm-hmm. got blocked because it goes against Facebook's filters on hate speech because you're, and I, I, some of them I get, some of them, I saw some of the examples and some of them had a lot of swearing and things like that, but I get it but there you have to stand up for at some point and go, okay this is wrong And yes, and and should we get into, and we'll we'll hurry up here, and I'm going to get into something, and I know Danielle doesn't want to probably do this, but I'm going to stir the pot the other way, and that is, and I talked roughly about this in my own podcast that I do um, every other week, and that is, what is the difference between a pedophile and being age-fluent? Nowadays, now that... Transgender and LBGTQ Plus community ha- has gotten a lot of Federal rights and things like that Where now and, and I, I was Proud of that I'm, I mean I'm, I'm good with that where Now there's a federal law that you can't They can't hold it against you for being trans or being Gay or being bi When you apply for a job or They can't fire you because of it anymore uh, Things like that but now that, that ha- Now that these people this group of people That have been fighting for years Finally, got federal rights. Now there's another group of people out, adults out there. What are they call They're called
1: something. Not pedophiles. Yeah. Yes.
0: They're to call yes. They're, they're they're. Well, I I don't know. I have to look up the analogy. Oh. I didn't say. They're called maps. Yes. Um. They're so, <laughs> uh. they're called maps. So what this is is they're literally they're coming out and saying that pedophilia is a mental disorder, which means you are sexually attracted to underage. People I love how they word that they don't say children right. because it makes it worse right. so now instead of saying oh, I'm a pedophile and stuff like that now they're trying to categorize it so it Sounds better. They're trying to put you know frosting on the cake and that is they're calling it age fluency Which means I can be and, and I've actually watched a video on this and I kind of had to I laughed I'm like are you is this real? And it was, it was completely real. uh, And that is in in Great Britain, there is a a man in his 50s that socially acknowledges that, yes, I'm in my 50s, but I want to identify as a nine-year-old girl. He goes to work, he wears a suit and tie, goes to work, pays his bills, owns his home, owns his car, and is married and has grown children. But on his spare time, I don't have no clue how he pulls this off, because he's not in the U.S. That's why. Um, and that is, on his off time, he schedules play dates with little girls, shows up to these play dates with their parents in a dress and pigtails, and acts like a little kid. Now, what these advocacy groups are trying to say is, this is a completely normal thing. What if? I want to, don't want to, like, I understand Peter Pan syndrome, where you don't ever want to grow up, you want to be a kid, you want that freedom, but you can't do that. You're literally opening the floodgates for the predators of this whole thing to go, well, I'm in this group, This, is, I'm, nothing's wrong with it. And, okay, to a degree, a very little degree, I see what they're doing. Okay, what's the difference between a pedophile and a predator? A predator is a sexual deviant, is a, there to abuse and take advantage of. And then they're going to say, oh, well, a pedophile didn't do anything wrong. He just is attracted to. It's
1: a sexual orientation. Uh, yes. That's why they're grouping that's, it with that's what, LGBT. Yes. And it shouldn't be grouped.
0: It shouldn't be. It should but be. They're
1: trying to make it a Correct. normalized. Correct. They're,
0: norma- they're trying to normalize the. An, a pedophile, a pedophile, and they're exactly. trying, and they're trying to separate. They're trying to draw a line, going, "Oh well, he's a pedophile, but this other person over here is a predator." And they're trying. I'm like, "Wait a minute! There's no difference." Mm-hmm. That's why the word is there. Yeah. You know, it's it, when we came up with that word seventy years ago. You know, that was to identify a person, and of course, this. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna give the statistics. Normally, male that abuse normally sexually but it doesn't have to be sexually abuse children and it happened when I was a kid and people just pretended like it didn't happen mm-hmm. I, I'll i give you an example, 4th grade 4th grade, I'm not going to give any names but a 4th grade teacher, all of a sudden we went on school vacation, came back and he wasn't there he was there for like 20 years, what happened? well guess what happened? He, parent, parents found out well finally someone came forward one of the kids came forward and found out that this teacher was doing inappropriate things to children in fourth grade what average grade is that what eight years old he was sexually like doing explicit things like not like it's bad but not to the fourth degree but he was asking girls to like Touch him and high fives and like he would go up and rub the girl's shoulders and 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 make these kids feel uncomfortable. But they're eight years old. They're not like what? Where is? Where do these eight-year-olds come forward and say, "Oh, this is bad. This is good." Yep. Well, I would rather have my eight-year-old come up and go, "This teacher did this," and cover themselves than to not say anything and it gets worse.
1: And that's the so. thing, though. Our kids are trusting these. They're not gonna say anything. They're trusting. At my school, I was in. I was in fourth grade too. Fourth, third. third I was in met. elementary school. Our stu- our freaking guidance counselor was arrested on child pornography charges. Like oh,
0: well, I, I, like, I, I, I went on. to, I went to, like I, I don't want to, yeah, boast and to. pass my, pat my back, but I did go to a, a more privileged school yeah, yeah, yeah. in the area. I, it wasn't private, but the standards are a little higher because of the, I have a lot. We have a lot of doctors in our in our area, but fourth grade. That was the fairy first introduction to, and no one wanted to talk about it. No one wanted to say he was he. They were a pedophile, or this is what they were doing. Oh well, he he got caught with this. Then I go to high school, and it happens again, where uh, a teacher that I trusted, that was writing me a letter of recommendation to go to college, for. To, to get this to become, I I idolize this person in high school. They were like a hero. Of mine going? I want to do what I want to be a teacher. I want to be do what you do every day. And then two years, three years later, find out he not in his spare time he is a Boy Scout leader. And guess what? He gets caught for having child pornography on a on his computers, at in his home. And he's a teacher. He's a leader. He's a community person. How do you? Like who the do? School
1: principal was just caught.
0: And like I'm, town. I'm like, wait a minute, like, yeah. how do you, how who can you trust nowadays? You know, yeah. it's you can't, and it's horrible to say that. It's horrible that I can't. Like I made, I made that big deal about to my wife the other day when, mm-hmm. where we live, like, yeah, it's out of town and stuff, and things can happen. And I tell the kids, I'm like, don't talk to any. Like I try to I try to let them be kids as much as possible. Go out, ride your bike, go out, and you know, I'm, I'm not gonna hover over you. But at the same time, you have to do your due diligence and make sure you know where they're going. And it's not like the 80s when I grew up where, I even said this, where I left at 9 a.m. on a Saturday and came home at 9 p.m. and it was a three-minute conversation with my dad. Where were you? I did this. And that was it. There was no, who are you with? How many people? No one. No one ever got into like, oh, let's play 20 questions. And nowadays, now that... Where this stuff is coming forth and you're finding out that this is a giant, giant problem. Nowadays, it's... Yeah, I don't want to be a helicopter parent. But at the same time, I want to make sure my kids are safe and mature enough to come forth and know the difference between someone hurting me and someone playing a joke. Right. So, all right. Well, is there anything else? I don't think I have much more.
1: I just... Urge you guys to save the number to talk to your kids. Number one, but again, if they're toddlers and infants, you're not gonna get through. But um, talk to your kids about safe, unsafe touches, about how anyone can do anything, even the people that they trust. Um, I had had to talk to my kids and say, listen, even if it's a family member that's touching you or asking you to touch them, even if they say your mom said it's okay, or I'm gonna kill your mom, it's okay to come to me and tell me. I'm not gonna be upset. Like, um, and I just wanted to say there is a protest. Basically, a, I will not even say a protest because that doesn't make sense. There's a rally um, for Save Our Children in it is Saturday, August 29th from noon to 3 on the steps of the Capitol building in Harrisburg, you guys, and it's going to be big. There's like over 300 people um, just on Facebook alone that are interested. Um, actually, there's 1.7K going or interested, but uh, I urge you to make a sign. Come out. Stick to the facts. Come out. It doesn't matter if you're it doesn't matter what political side you're on, this is not about your politics, this is not about your race, it's not about your sexuality, it's about the kids. Um, and it's something that we can all come together. So I would love if
0: to you see you time, there. If you had time to complain about wearing a mask for the last six months, you have time, you have time to at least make a difference for the next generation okay. of kids. Right, they are the you know.
1: future, we're destroying them. They we're, have no voice, guys, they, they have
0: nothing. They are, and, and that's the thing. Every You hear, especially since an election year, you hear these people say, oh, it's the silent majority. You know what really, who the real silent majority is, is children. They don't have any way to communicate properly. So I mean, I had to have the talk with my kids. My kids are my my daughters are becoming you know young adolescents. Well, guess what? I had I had to be the dad. I didn't want to say nothing, but I had to. i be like, I have to say this, and I know you're not going to want to hear it because I'm dad. Yeah. And I'm like, if, if you know, someone... T- and, and, of course, I'm talking that I'm a blended family. I'm, my, I don't live with their, their mom. So it's one of those things where they have a stepdad, they have a stepmom, they have stepbrothers. And I'm like, there's a lot of people involved in this. And, of course, I'm the dad that has the worst-case scenario playing in the back of my head every time they're not around. Right. And that is, if someone does anything that makes you uncomfortable, I don't care if it's just them talking to you. You have to tell somebody Tell me. You don't have to tell me, I'm a guy, I'm dad You don't have to tell me, you're not going to get in trouble Go tell your stepmother, go tell a teacher go tell, go tell somebody At least then We can look into it We can see if it was innocent or not And, and the sad part about it is you, It's a 50-50 shot It's not even a majority it, You got a 50-50 shot of these people Slowly making their way into Inappropriate things with your children And it's kind of scary
1: It's very scary. It's very scary. It's
0: time to wake up and get uncomfortable. Yes. And that is our... uh, That's going to be our hashtag. Time to wake up and get uncomfortable. Yeah. We
1: all stay silent so you can stay comfortable.
0: Yes. So, it is. So, what we're going to do is we're going to wrap up here. Uh, We've been going on a little over an hour. So, uh, not bad for uh, our first podcast here on Stirring the Pot. I love that. I know. I love that, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) So, what we'll do is we'll uh do another uh podcast here of some uncomfortable topic and we'll touch back on this one and kind of try to you know make everyone out there a little uncomfortable yeah. and uh, if anyone
1: has any requests like pizza gates um,
0: oh please cloning yes <laughs> anything
1: it, any controversial topic we will do our research for you yes
0: please let us know there is a comment section I mean, I've been doing my personal podcast for six months, and I think I've gotten two people talking to me ever. But that's because I got off topic and started getting a little too personal. Uh, <laughs> um, hey, I was stuck in the house for six months. What do you expect? Yeah, kidding, right? But um, yeah, so we will talk to you next time. Here, I we haven't really nailed down if we're doing this monthly. If we're going to do it monthly, it's going to be probably an hour and a half, two-hour episode every time. We can do a one-hour episode bi-monthly if we if our schedules let us. Um, it's not like we're too far apart and we're kind of both at-home parents so (laughs) all right guys well we will see you next time uh again my name is paul and
1: and i'm danielle
0: (laughs) and you have been listening to our podcast stirring the pot all right guys until next time